10 minutes remaining. Hey everyone, welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Sunday, August 1st. Whoa. Everyone, what? It's August 1st, 2021. The summer is flying past us. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down or just realized rent is due, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast, $10K Dollar Day. It is a comedy podcast where we spend a fake $10,000 every single episode somewhere in the world, and we do not care about rent dates on that. Uh, But this is the 10-Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And all this week, we're going to be featuring Curator. It's a box of curated luxury fashion accessories, beauty products, and home items valued at over $400 and you get one for every season of the year. Just check out 10kdollarday.com slash curator. That's C-U-R-A-T-E-U-R. And right now they've just started a welcome box. So if you sign up to become a member, you get an introductory box filled with fashion, beauty, and accessories for just $24.99. Click the link and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here here we are at the Daily Happy, <laughs> and are. I have this crazy, weird story that happened a few weeks ago. I don't know if all of you saw the video that was viral of the restocking of the Utah Lake with the fish. Oh, is this the giant goldfish? No. Oh. This was a plane that oh. dropped thousands of fish into a Utah Lake. Wait, why? To restock the lake. So here's the video. The video that you see is, you know, when you see like crop dusting videos, they put that camera right up where the where the hatch opens on the plane, yeah. right? So it looks like a crop duster plane, but what they drop are tons of fish. From the sky? From the sky into the lake. Now, here's oh the thing. Gosh. This is normal. This what? is how they restock lakes. Yes. I feel like they would be shocked and and like die on impact. Belly flop, right? Is that yeah. all you're thinking is belly flop? Me too. But uh, apparently it's fine. They're called fingerling fish. They are young fish that measure one to three inches long. They're very small. Then they are dispensed from the plane in groups over several different areas. And this is aerial fish stocking. It's been around since the 50s. So what happened to the first round of fish? Why did they have to restock? They might be overfished. Oh, they restock it for people to fish? Yeah, that's what people fish. People fish, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know. <laughs> I know but I mean, that fish. this is actually one of the things that I don't understand about fishing because I didn't grow up in a hunting and fishing family. Yeah. So it just seems a little uh, disruptive to the fish life cycle. Well, yeah, because like <laughs> if the fish aren't naturally in that area... Like why? Uh, yeah, it's- and and I and I it does say just to restore populations. So there might be a very natural wildlife. By natural, I just mean, of course, we caused it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, reason or to conduct research, but I don't this, know. When I saw this video, it seemed really, really crazy. But they've done it forever. But it does say that they <laughs> that they've also released fish by road and horseback. Yeah, that this sounds to me like the Hunger Games. <laughs> like they stock it just so yeah. you can eat it. Yeah, and we're then just going to take a bunch you. of fish and throw them into a pond that everybody, uh, you know, just has free reign over who can survive. Hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sounds fishy to me. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, the video is a little intense. You can find the video by looking up the Utah dispense uh, wildlife. Yeah, or, I'm, like, I'm going to look whatever. that up. But they don't have their own Instagram. So I saw it on the NPR Instagram. Mm. So you kind of have to look for it yourself. This video. You can Google but- it. All you guys have to Google is Utah <laughs> fish dropped from plane. And it is the Are you first watching thing that pops up. And it's terrifying. <laughs> this can't. No, I hate it. It's weird, right? Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this can't be the way things happen. No. They're dropping right. a ton of fish from the sky. Yeah. Thousands. And it, like, comes down like a tornado. It's so gross. It's weird, right? Yeah. I wonder what they're thinking. This is another one of those Pixar movie ideas. Oh, it looks like Sharknado. Yeah, that the fish like drop from the sky and I'm going to follow the life of one fish as he drops, oh, no. you know? Oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, uh, is it okay, thrilling for them or is it like, oh, my gosh, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die. Wait, we're back in the water. This is awesome. It's got to be you know? you're going to die because there's no way to tell them what it is. There's, yeah, you there's can't no like talk sense prep. to a fish. It's not like you're like, hey, it's a roller coaster, but don't worry. You get strapped in. And you're fine at the end. All they know is that they're falling. Yeah. And fish don't fall. There's no falling in water. Right. Like this, this that sensation must be something must be, they've never felt before. Oh, just not meant to feel it. Fish are not meant to feel that. Fish no are not way. meant to fly. Fish are not meant to fly. Yeah. Or fall. <laughs> there we go. Listen, fish, we're looking out for you. Nobody else, maybe. Um, okay. Speaking of things that maybe we're not supposed to be in, uh, let's talk about high altitude. Okay. <laughs> my, my segues. So Tibet just created their first bullet train. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's part of the Chinese system of trains. These Chinese system of trains, these high bullet trains, they're so fast, Allison. Yeah. They are 350 kilometers an hour, which I think is like 200 something miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I've ridden these. Oh, you have? And they are slightly terrifying. They're very smooth. They're very smooth. They don't feel any different than a normal plane but or a train, but they do uh, have a screen that tells you how fast you're going, Oof. like as the kilometers per hour go up. So when you're finally at that top speed, I mean, you're just very conscious of it the whole time. Yeah. And like, have they ever crashed? Yeah, I think they have. That's why I'm saying you're conscious of it the whole time. Because because even though like you're on airplanes all the time, it doesn't remind you how high and how fast you're going the entire yeah. time that you're traveling. Anyway, um, they just started one in Tibet, but it goes. Tibet's very high, and so ninety percent of this route is higher than three thousand meters above sea level. Oh. Therefore, this train is equipped with oxygen supply systems. Oh. So they actually pump in higher oxygen than normal. Normally, our oxygen is at 21%. They pump it in at 23.6% in this train. And they also have special glass designed to withstand the high UV levels. Oh. I know. So fancy. That is fancy. That's a lot, though, huh? Yeah, that's a lot. Have you ever seen that movie Snowpiercer? No. It's about a speeding train. It reminds me of that. 
Are they on the train? Is it a runaway train? No, no, no. The Well, it's an apocalyptic movie. Like there's been a severe climate change. So the world is basically like frozen over. And so the only survivors aboarded this train called the Snowpiercer. And it's this Two like crazy luxury remaining. bullet train that goes so, so fast. And the only way to survive is just to stay on the train. But the train over the few years, because they've been on the train now for like years and years, they've developed a class system. So the people in the front of the train are the rich people and the people in the back of the train are the poor people. And it's like, and the poor people are like being taken advantage of and hurt and like killed and all this stuff. And so they're trying to make it to the front of the train to take over the train, but it's all on a train because if you go outside, then you die because it's freezing. It's really good. That's so your movie. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's like made for you. Yeah. I love that. Do you think you'd make it to the front of the train? Yeah, or for sure. Or would you become the leader of the back of the train? And then we'd all make it to the front. I'd definitely become yeah. the leader and be like, guys, we've had, we need to plan. And we come up with a really, really good like plan where they'd never yeah. see it coming, you know? Uh, and I would be the leader of the middle of the train. And I would be like, maybe we can talk. <laughs> yes there is someone like that on the train for sure oh see it's me that's, yeah. that's me the middle train anyway we should ride this train um it needs oxygen we we both know that we don't yeah because i told you it's so high you're yeah, so that's high true, that's true but we could bring that air we bought in denver oh yeah that we never used it yeah we bought a can of air in denver because we wanted to be cool but you know we didn't need it did you ever go to an oxygen bar I did that once. I don't think it was a real bar. It's like back. It's back when in the clubbing days, uh-huh. and people would have like oxygen carts outside the clubs. No way. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that. An oxygen cart outside a club. I mean, they were like flavored oxygens. They weren't real, and they were always next to a girl selling shots out of a test tube. Ten, you know what I mean? Nine, like, eight. Get your seven, Jello shot and your six, shot of oxygen. Five. Four, three, <laughs> Always. Two, That's our life. 